Welcome to the Big Black Clock Podcast. If you want to spend the next hour listening to some banter and perhaps accidentally learn something new, then you are in the right place. Now, let's see what the guys have to say. Hey, everybody. What's going on? This is the a new edition of uh, the Big Black Clock Podcast. How's uh, everybody doing today, guys? Very good. Very, very good. Yep. What, how, is it, how is it new edition? Every week I feel like it sounds edition? better. Like, listen, I'm, I'm working on my marketing. Like, I'm trying to attract more customers. <laughs> like, the new, the, the new edition. building a brand here. The brand new edition. <laughs> What's new about it? it on something that we have never done before. What is it? It's the new but episode. You know what? You could, you could ask the same question to Omega. I was like, what, what, is it an edition? Is like, if all of them are new editions? Special editions? Yeah, exactly. Every single episode we do is like basically the new Speedmaster. Hey, guys. <laughs> welcome to the new special edition. So <laughs> Limited today, edition episode. So, so today is the anniversary uh, one year of the episode of last year, same week. Exactly. <laughs> wow. This is, t- <laughs> this, is, this is episode 65, which is exactly 52 episodes more than 63. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of a big deal for us, you know. It's not, it doesn't happen every day, right? Um, <laughs> Only every week. Yeah, almost every week. Um, it, it, this episode today is going to be, I think, uh, a departure from our traditional discussion discussion for about just the watches in general. We will talk about customizing watches, perhaps uh, talking about specific brands that offer such an option when you buy from them, that is such that you can let's say pre-select uh, dials, materials, maybe cases, and so on. And just in general about modern watches, maybe aftermarket and replacing certain parts of watches with something else. Before we go, though, let's, as usual, start with a wrist check. Kevin, go. Kevin, <laughs> proceed. Go now. <laughs> proceed. Proceed. Proceed to your first wrist I check. am wearing, uh, as I said <clears throat> last week, I would wear it this week, is my 2016. So it's the older version, the Seiko Turtle. This is the SRP 773J1, so the Made in Japan. So it's the Blue Dial Turtle, um, which is one of my favorite watches in my collection, period, uh, mostly because of sentimental value. It's one of my first Seikos that I had. It's not the SKX. I do like my SKXs, but there's something about this one that I really love, uh, one that I sold and rebought because... I had the K version, so the Malaysian version. I was like, I want the made in Japan. And now they're coming up with the new versions of the turtles, um, the mini turtles, the one, the king turtles that have like the ceramic uh, bezel, the cera- uh, the dial that has, um, what is that, like a carotte? How do you call that? Uh, square dial, uh, tru- like a, not cru- Paris. It's like right. a waffle dial. Sorry, waffle dial. There you go. And the sapphire crystal. So this one's none of those things. <laughs> very Seiko not one of my least expensive watches but one of my favorite ones to wear super comfortable uh, and is blue so yeah definitely have a pair, terribly partial to the blue so that is what I'm wearing uh, today uh, I'll go next because I, I, I wanted to mention also probably probably going to be one of my purchases this this year actually it's this year that started already yeah uh, it's exactly that same reason I have the sentimental value for probably the first watch that I really fell in love with watches it was the SKX that I had and I sold it and I'm like fuck I really like I just want to have that watch not necessarily that I'm gonna wear it a lot but I want to have that in my collection because it's 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 important to me I might not buy the I might I, I do like the Pepsi more than I like the the, the just the standard uh, black down the 007, 007 yeah. versus the 007, 009 yeah. versus the 007 yeah but i i want to buy exactly like you said i want to buy the japanese version and then maybe get like a maybe get like an uncle seiko uh, jubilee for it absolutely which is actually part of the discussion that we have today right customizing yep. your watch um, seiko does that but uh but not i'm not wearing that because i don't have it what i'm wearing is my seiko spb 143 that i got last year probably my best purchase last year uh, a nice, a nice reveal as well. It was a pretty cool <laughs> reveal as well. I can't remember exactly yeah. which episode it was, but it was a pretty, a pretty awesome reveal. I've listened to it uh, after that. It was, it was, it worked well. It worked, it worked well. It was a good yeah. surprise. Uh, <laughs> awesome watch though. Like I, I think they absolutely killed it. The one thing that the more I wear it, I think it's a bit bracelet heavy. What I mean is, it's a bit too tooly because that watch is very pretty. It's small enough. It's only forty millimeter case, short lugs, right? Like it's, it's twenty millimeter lug width. It's a very, very cool, very like let's say classic looking diver again ISO certified with that amazing amazing wave at the back on the back uh, on the case the one thing that I I, again the one thing that I 
that I wish, and again, it's 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 maybe just been nitpicking, right? Because I've owned this watch for a while now, I love it, but like the more you look at it, the more you find like little things that you would want to improve. And I would say uh, the one thing that I would love to improve on this watch is that I think that the bracelet is a bit too tooly, kind of like reminds me a bit of the um, of the uh, what's that uh, brand that we buy? I forget. Zinn. No, no, not the Thule brand of bracelets that we use for Seiko. Strap code. Strap code, yeah, exactly. So it kind of reminds me of strap code. It's a very heavy, heavy, well done, very good bracelet, very heavy bracelet. It doesn't taper enough because it goes from 20 to like 18. That's it. It doesn't really look like it tapers. It has a very, very heavy uh, clasp with an extension on it. I wish... And it doesn't. It's not available. Uncle Seiko, please listen to this podcast and you know <laughs> do your job there, because Uncle Seiko, if they had a, a jubilee for this that tapers nicely, that'd be fantastic. But Hell, unfortunately, even a Uncle of rice. Seiko doesn't have this. Be, well, not yet. Not yeah, yet. Exactly. Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. It'll, come, it'll come though. It will. But I, I would love. I would love to buy a lighter bracelet because this watch I think is a bit heavy on the bracelet side. But I, I absolutely love this watch. It's such a fantastic diver. Amazing. Yeah, so that's it, Carl. Um, as of last, since uh, same thing as last week, I'm wearing my Colif Bookerer, the reference nine six five one. Last week I forgot, as I most always do with my watches. Uh, you always do. Always do. They might By the way, can, I just I need I need to say this because we're yes. looking at the camera. Is that a shovel behind you, Carl, yeah. in your house? <laughs> Am I uh, just going to ignore that red handle shovel-looking yeah. thing behind yeah. you? So, so it, is, it, it is just because my, my office is right next to the front balcony and you need to shovel at, it. At the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> Do you live in a garage? Uh, no, no, I live on the second floor. But yes, there's a, there's a shovel. Of a garage. <laughs> of a garage. This garage has a mezzanine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry. Uh, I just forgot to put the filter <laughs> that you don't see the background. Thank you, you can still see the Kevin. shovel if you put the, 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 the filter. <laughs> it's very it's contrasting. Right. The red shovel against the, the white wall behind it, it, it's pretty contrasting. It's hard not to see. It's yeah. Funny. So, same watch as last week. I've talked a lot about the Colette Brooker, but it, every time I wear it, uh, the patina on it, uh, saying it's being being vintage, uh, it's really nice. It's still in really good condition for a watch that's from the 70s. And um, that watch opened a huge kind of worms for me of wanting to buy a Caliph Booker watch, <laughs> a newer one. Uh, so that's that's probably on the radar uh, for maybe the next two years. How I'm gonna aim for a buy Compax or um, Monaro along those things. Who knows? Um, so since last week I, I spoke about our watch a little bit too, I just wanted to maybe have a quick news. Let's say for starting the uh, conversation today, uh, I'll do the segue. Um, it was really uh, end of last year, so during the holidays, uh, something came out with the last um, financial report from Casio. Uh, so we saw in their financial report they were planning to do a program called My G Shock um, in Japan, uh, but starting with Japan, that's what it said, and it's pretty much a, a fully custom customizable uh, online um, configurator for your G Shock, so you could order it for whatever material colors. Uh, finishes and stuff like that. There's no really big um, information on it yet, but that's a 2022 program for G-Shock. So I think that's a, a good. Um, I think that's good for G-Shock as all those uh, all those different color scheme and all those huge amount of um, finishes you can find on G-Shock. I think it's infinite right now. So just people having the chance to customize well, their, their, their the way they want it. The 5600. Uh, the 5600. They had that limited edition set that was like 300 bucks. Yep. But it, it comes with a yellow, a red, and a black version of the 5600 and a screwdriver. Mm -hmm. And then you just unscrew it, you put on the red one, put with the red bracelets, and, and voila, yep. you know. So, hell yeah. I mean, why not? If you can just customize the resin that goes around it and the straps. Mm -hmm. And, and the, by the way, you can mismatch the, the red, black, and yellow. Yeah. You know, if yeah, you're if you're if you're into the fl what what flags are red, black, and yellow? Ghana, Zimbabwe, black and yellow, Egypt, red, red black, black, and yellow. And oh no, no white. Egypt, red, black, and white. Yeah, mm. red, but, black, um, and yellow. There's no, green. Yeah, and, uh, it's yeah, Germany, but, Germany, red, black, and yellow. Maybe there you maybe go. They'll let you. Maybe they'll let you do uh, <laughs> a Cassiok, uh, uh, uh custom customization, or even change the uh, for the normal G Shock. 
with the negative screen or the normal one. That's cool. Right? Though. I really like the G-Shocks with negative screens. It's uh, I have a few, yeah. Another one I want to buy is just a classic, like the one that I have the first one, the, the DWC5600, but the one that's all black with a negative screen. That looks yeah. so cool. Yeah. Mm. So uh, so yeah, um, I, like I don't own a G-Shock, but maybe that will make me buy one um, in 2022. Like making sure I can choose exactly the what I want on, on it. Right. It's a it's a slippery slope because once you get one, you can't stop. <laughs> it's it's yeah. It's, that, they're, that, they're so good. Ask, ask Kevin. <laughs> yeah. No, they're they're so good. Like I, I got another. I bought one on Boxing Day because it, I think it was a glitch in the system, but they had the sale plus uh, you get 15 percent off for signing up to their website right so yeah the Which i one? got a i got the ga 2100 with the transparent case oh yeah i've seen that one very cool a lot of fun yeah. for so like, like five dollars but the watch normally retails for 150 i think it was um 40 off plus another 15 percent so that's ridiculous like, yeah I, I did, like the coupon code works so i was like yeah hell yeah <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, so it was Boxing Day, and I, or it was a little past Boxing Day. It was like twenty seventh or something. And okay, so so you purchase the Autodromo, the G Shock. What else during the holidays? <laughs> no, that was that was really it. Yeah, I sold a bunch, and I bought I bought that. Oh, and I got um, and I bought, but that was a gift. I got it as a gift. Someone gave me a, a a gift card, very inexpensive watch. But one of my favorite, uh, I was like, I need a field watch. I ended up buying a Bull of a Hack, and. Uh, mm. I I got it because I was looking at the Hamilton Khaki Field, and it beat the Khaki Field in my book. And I'll explain why, and, and I'll show it to you guys in person. And maybe I'll talk about it in the next episode why I went for it. It's really great for the price. I paid less than two hundred and fifty dollars for that watch. Brand What's new. What's the size Canadian. of it? It's a small 38, watch. Thirty eight. Thirty eight. Just okay. like the Khaki Field. It's an automatic hack. Uh, they call it hack because it's a military watch. It is beautiful crystal like it had it had the right amount of vintage flair that the hamilton didn't anyway we'll talk about it in another podcast but, uh, yeah, that, but that's it, really it's no it. cwc though <laughs> no 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 no. it's not it's not it's definitely not yeah but also like i paid less than 250 canadian dollars i'll show you guys that watching you're going to be very impressed yeah but my cwc could cost me 220 yeah but it was also used it was carried yeah. around in someone's, you know, ass. In someone's yeah, ass. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for nature's you know, nature's someone, walking had to nature's carry pocket. For like five years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nature's pocket. Nature's pocket. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. So, um, all right, all right. So, uh, let's go into the to- topic, I guess, and the main subject. So, we're talking about uh, customizing watches. And first, I guess, we will talk about s- specific brands that offer that. F- uh, ability to do, let's say, prior to purchasing a watch, and I think you guys have prepared uh, some brands that you want to talk about. So, uh, whichever one of you, uh, looking at you, Carl, wants to start first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, so, Bramont as the MB2, uh, the Martin Baker 2. Uh, I've talked about it in length during our micro brand uh, two parter, I think. It was our first two parter as well. One of, one of the fun episodes we did early on, uh, talking about smaller brands. Um, I don't know if you can, I think we had that talk on another episode as well. I don't know if you can consider Bramont a micro brand anymore, maybe more independent. They're independent. really big now. Yeah, d- independent right? boutique, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Love do we, Bramont. Do we know yeah. how much they make, how many watches they produce per year? Because I think like we should qualify them as different types of brands based I, on the I, production I, levels, right? Yeah, for sure. I think it's a lot because they have now like two huge factories. <laughs> they're, they're like, they have like hundreds of employees, right? So. I'm pretty sure it's it, it's in the like multiple thousands. Uh, yeah, I just I read. See I read 10, prox- ten thousand pieces yeah. for an avenue revenue of about forty million pounds. Yeah, that's that's independent. I think at that point. Well, I think right? we looked on the same uh, Wikipedia page. Okay. Well, guys, uh, ten thousand <laughs> pieces is is nothing. Well, yeah. I mean, look. Uh, if you look at like it's IWC, more than I do. they make like fifty, right? So it's no, it's no. Guys, it's, I'm not saying in a negative way. I'm saying it's very exclusive. It's very. <laughs> that's what I mean. Hmm. So they uh, Martin Baker, like I talked during the uh, microbrand uh, episode, is pretty much the number one supplier of safety equipment for aircrafts, uh, mainly the ejection seats. They're the one who invented it way back. So Bremont had a contract with them for every pilot who used a, a seat from uh, Martin Baker. Uh, they had a, a watch after that saying, hey, you use a seat. Here's your middle of you did it. And it's called the MB1, so the Martin Baker one. And they have their let's say civilian version being the MB2. 
the different the, the big difference is the case color and case um, material they use. So it's a super 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 highly anti shock watch. It's the construction is pretty much a barrel, and after that they put the um, case back and what we, what would be the case front, pretty much what's all the the glass and the lugs, right? So it's a three piece case if you can see it that way. Um, so they they've been selling it in two uh, two versions. So it was a black dial, the white dial, and it was always a red barrel because the barrel the red was representing the strap that you pull when you need to use the seat in the airplane. Uh, it's been their let's say their uh, their cow they were milking that watch for the longest time it was the most popular one and now they uh, late last year they start offering a customizer on their website so now you can go and build your own uh, mb2 so they offer a lot of things uh, and what's fun too is if you pay 500 pounds you can go to the factory and build your own there with their uh, watchmakers so it's a full it's a full day you'll have breakfast you'll have lunch and you'll build your own watch. After that, you still need to pay for it, <laughs> but you can build your own MB2 at the factory. So I found that really, really, really interesting. You visit the whole facilities, you can talk with the designers, the engineers, everyone who works there. So I think it's something that's, I would not say different, but maybe a, a bit newer in the watch industry, right? It's something you can see in other um, industries, especially in the car industry, but in, in watches, that's pretty much brand new. Yeah. So, if you go on on the um, on Vermont website, uh, all the pricing I'm gonna say are in Canadian. That watch start at uh, four nine nine five, so just under five thousand dollars for the steel case. If you want the DLC coded version, it's uh, five thousand two hundred. And after that, they give you pretty much a choice of three dials, being black, white, kind of a dark blue. Uh, you can choose the uh, color of your barrel, since it's a three piece. You can have jet, that's pretty much black, purple, yellow, orange, bronze, green. Anthracite, that's a kind of a grayish uh, blue. And for $100 more, you can have uh, bare titanium as well for your barrel. Yeah, so that must lighten the watch quite a bit. I'm pretty sure. Um, close, close case black or open case back for 140 bucks, And they could give you 10 different uh, leather bands or straight bands. Uh, if you want, you can have your uh, bracelet for 500 bucks. If it's DLC, it's 525 and if you take for uh, leather or uh, sweatbands, you can change your pin and buckle for a diplomat clasp for 140 bucks. So pretty much, it's you can even for... put a stainless steel bracelet. Yes, exactly. So it's ranging for 4,995 to 5,960, and it's six to eight weeks uh, when you place your order yeah. to have the watch. I just went and customized my own here. Yeah. The only thing, the only thing that I don't like. Is that I would go? I always go for a stainless steel bracelet. I think it'd be great. Dresses yep. it up even a little bit, but uh, it's a straight edge. They they don't mm -hmm. have end links that fit the case, which I was like, yeah, Damn, I yeah, wish yeah. they did. If they did that. That would totally. I would. I love this watch. Yeah, yeah. I love that watch too. But I think the bracelet on it is an afterthought. It, when they designed it, at least when they're selling like the, straight edge. Yeah. It, it, it the the MB two and the MB one they come on needles or on uh, on bands, right? So I think the bracelet yeah. they offer it. But I don't think that's... I, th I feel it's an afterthought. I think you're right on this one, Kevin. It doesn't fit too too well, the watch. <clears throat> and if you DLC your case, you have a DLC bracelet to fit with it. Right. Beautiful. I, I, I exactly the same. And I, I, I don't know, Kevin, about you, but basically when I customized mine, I just made it all black with a metal bracelet. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. mine was... I went with, obviously, blue dial, the blue case back... Um, and I went with the the blue uh, leather strap with this. Yeah, so uh, blue barrel, right? Because the case back is either that sorry. bronze. It bronze was open stamp case or, back, but it was the blue okay. barrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. And, and when it's closed case back, there's the stamp for um, Vermont and the way they test their. Uh, it's like the triangle of testing, pretty much. Uh, that that watch is rated for a plane and a uh, helicopter crash. They put those watches into planes and helicopters that went for crash testing, and they survive. <laughs> I, I, to be honest, don't care if my watch survives the plane crash because I won't be around to care yeah. if it does or not. Right? Oh, look yeah. at this watch; it still ticks. Okay, whatever. I don't care. I'm not there. <laughs> I'm yeah. oh, my watch is <laughs> my watch is still ticking. Yeah, well, because yeah. my arm got ripped off. It's somewhere yeah. over there. <laughs> my watch is still ticking. It's over there though. <laughs> But I'm in a closed yeah. casket uh, in my, yeah. <laughs> because my face was um, torn off. <laughs> yeah. So the, the two things I got out from that, I, I found that really interesting that they offer that. Not many brands are doing it right now. More and more, I think I feel like at least, but maybe not at that uh, quote unquote level. They're independent. Ten thousand watches a year could be a, a lot if there's right. a lot of people starting to trying to customize their own watch. But the two thing is, they don't change. Let you change uh, the ends. Uh, I'm 
probably because they, the second end is reminiscent of the Martin Baker reference for the aircraft. If you look at the second end, the back end of it, it's like a black and yellow, like a safety pin. Right. And something else too, the red barrel is not available in the customizer. You need to buy the standard version if you want the red barrel. But it kind mm-hmm. of makes sense, right? Because they can't get you, so they can't allow you to go too much, too creative, uh, to be too creative. Yeah, but uh, you know, they, they... Different combinations, right? Th- th- that came... Like I understand why. Uh, the only thing is, I when you see the marketing, they advertise a thousand different combination, right? But after that, you, you see that they consider the straps and the bracelet right. into those things. Yeah, for sure. Do you consider that customizing your watch, like changing the, the well, straps? Well, it's, it's a PR move, right? Of course. They, uh, but like, no, but, yeah, but, like, but you, like in general, right? And this, is a, just, and this is a question it, I think that we should ask to, actually as part of this episode is that what is considered to be modding a watch, right? Customizing a watch. For, for, is for changing me, a strap considered to be a customizing a configure- watch? I think that's configuring. Configuring. What's, the, what's the difference? But I think changing a strap is styling. Customizing. I, I think the changing a strap is styling it, and anything that's custom, you have to open the watch, right? Anything that you change, uh, the crown, you change parts of the case, you change the glass on it, you change the ends, the dial, maybe even the movement. But, if some people but changing do that, right? a strap, you have to remove the links first, right? Not the links, sorry, the uh, what's it called? The the pins, right? Spring bars, sorry, uh, spring bars, yeah. So that 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 kind of still kind of is considered. But to it's be not it's not intrusive, right? It's not yeah. intrusive. It, so it's intrusive to a to an extent, right? And not everybody right. can just do that. You have to have to like for me. That. If you change, if you have a suit and you change your tie, you're not really changing your suit, right? Well, well, it's not but the same. But if you go and, and and you rip your your sleeves, your sleeves, that's customizing. <laughs> no, but I mean, but I mean, changing a suit, anybody can do it. You can't change your bracelet to a strap because you have to remove the the. Pins. Okay, right? so so spring bars. It's not it's and not altering the, it's not altering the watch, right? I think if you just change your strap, you're not altering Sh- your watch. Uh, yes, sure, I, I see what you right? mean. Right, so so that's why I'm saying it's more that's more stylizing your watch versus making it custom. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Changing like yeah, there's a you know the I always send you guys the like Mad Paris who take like expensive watches and just put them all black and now they're worth like half a million dollars in the warranty. But nobody buys them. Yeah, yeah, nobody buys them. But yeah, So that's custom, right? Because they open it and they change Ugh. the color and everything, right? That's, I hate that. Even worse than second, second. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh yeah, no, for sure. Everything is worse than second, second because second, second is so good. No, no. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, Kevin, do you think changing the strap is customizing your watch? Well, it's customizing, yeah, for sure, but it's maybe not modding. It's, it's not modding, no, for sure. Mm. I think that it's um, there are different levels. It depends to how custom it is, and I think that the brand that I'm going to share will will tell you a little bit about what what I mean by the customization. I'm looking at Bremont. I like yep. Bremont. I think I this Bremont. watch. We have a an AD here in Montreal. Yeah, uh, which the Martin one, which Baker. The Martin Baker is not my favorite in general. I'll tell you what. I think it's a. I think they're leveraging the. The testing for Martin Baker, I think it's expensive at five thousand US dollars, and mm. then the indices are painted on; they're not applied. But then I look at, for example, their Solo, which is half the price. I think it's like a little less than four thousand dollars, or even their um, uh, their S three hundred, their dive watch, which is like is the three six nine applied indices um, with their their case. The Airco Mach three, the signature Royal Air Force in blue, is like forty two hundred bucks. Even the Hawking. I love the Chronos, the Supermarine. The, yeah, the, the Supermarine. Hawking with the wood from the desk of Stephen oh, Hawking. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> what? They, they have one with the real? wood. Of the, yes, yes, but not that yeah, one because it was super expensive. Uh, that one's like 23,000 bucks. But I think the, the, the regular mm. one is like 10,000 bucks with that big date. Um, but some of their other watches that are maybe are a little bit less Thule, I, I really like them. Um, I'm a big fan of, for example... Um, the S three hundred, but not the um, the GMT, the new GMT. I think it's called. I'm, oh, look, okay. I'm trying to find it right but now. The, the one thing the about the S three hundred two, the S three hundred two GMT. Yeah, yeah. One thing about the MB two that I like with the marketing is, you know, it's a big like quote unquote a big no no to go um, like um, shooting with a, a watch, right? Like if you go ski shooting or hunting. Yeah, but this is totally right? anti anti shock. You can do whatever. Yeah, so the MB two did advertise it even for that, right? And I was listening to a podcast and someone was like, "Oh, like he's big Rolex uh, uh, collector, but he has like his G Shock when he goes and shoots some um, pigeon, right?" And that was the like, old thing. It was like. For a year, he had like a sponsorship with Bremont, and when he was going to shoot some uh, some stuff up, he was wearing his uh, uh, MB2 for it. 
right? And it was okay. When most brands, they don't want you to uh, shoot any shotgun pretty much uh, with a watch because the back and forth, the huge G-forces will pretty much nick your um, your movement. Yeah. But Bremont is like, that thing lived through plane and helicopter crashes. You can't go shoot guns with it. There's a no, problem absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yeah. But anyway, I think Bremont is a, has a lot of offerings. I think that some of them need to be reviewed, some of them not so much. But I think is a in the luxury brand space, it's just they're expensive. They do have a lot mm-hmm. of offerings considering the production. Yeah, because you you look at it, you know, you know, you talk about the some of these watches at five thousand bucks. I mean, you could get your um, your IWC um, Spitfire Spitfire for six thousand Canadian, right? Yeah, yeah. Canadian. Yeah. These are Hells, yeah. this is five thousand US. Yeah, healthy. Yeah. Mm. It's US. Like you got it. You, you go, man. That's that's a lot of kashish. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, but yeah, Bremont's a great brand. What do I think about the the um, customizing? I think there's levels of customization. Changing a strap, you're not modding. You're just customizing. It's like changing your shoes. That's how I look at it. Mm. Except that you have to spe- have specific tools to change your shoes, right? Yeah, but uh, those tools sh- are called your ends. Like, like a, shoe, a shoe changing tool. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, okay, like, cool. Like you, you both have that, those little sliders that you put behind your foot, so you can. It's called a shoehorn. Okay, the sliders. Like I don't know. I'm never old like you guys. Every, everybody has a shoehorn. You don't have a shoehorn. I don't. And if no. you were, if you only wear flip flops, I guess you don't need a shoehorn. Winter flip flops, uh, summer flip flops, running flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> Winter flip flops. Those are called sir. Off-road flip-flops. Off-road, yeah. <laughs> um, you have those Crocs, and then when you bring down the back of it, it's like sport mode, right? And I think they actually have like winter, like warm Crocs. Crocs? Not, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm ashamed that I've seen them. Obviously, I, I haven't even gotten close <laughs> to buying them, but this is something special. Okay, so uh, Kevin, you want to go with the next uh, yes. your brand? Yes, I'm actually going with something a little bit more of a... An independent brand, micro brand, that's for sure. We'll call them boutique. The brand I'm going for is, um, it's, a, it's a brand called um, Sartre Ribillard. It is a French brand. It was with a name like that? With a name like that. <laughs> so Sartre Ribillard. Like um, Bugatti, very French. <laughs> is, uh, was started by um, two telecom guys, two giants in telecommunications. Um you guys have probably heard of Alcatel. Yep. Yeah. So they were essentially... Alcatraz, you said? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Did you say Alcatraz? Um, <laughs> they had worked for, for Alcatel at one point, but uh, Armand, Armand Biard uh, designed phones. He designed uh, drive, uh, diving goggles, you know, to swim, uh, petrol pumps, uh, before starting Sartre Biard in 2015. Um, but these guys essentially went into business and... Um, Armand um, Biard ended up purchasing it from his partner, um, uh, the company, uh, in a, a few years after the, the, the uh, Sartre Biard came to, came to be. Um, but uh, they've come out with essentially two models. And when you talk about custom watches, Sartre Biard is the, the epitome of custom watches. So the, the first model that he has is the um, that that he's currently offering right now? They're at their fourth and fifth model. It's SB04 and SB05. So they had the SB02 before, uh, that was in 2017. Uh, SB03 and now the SB04. And the SB04 really it was their breakout model. So much so it got them a nomination for the Grand Prix d'Horlogerie uh, de Genève for their titanium blue. So the first thing that Armand Biard. Um, wants to do is that his whole desi- his whole language, the whole site is dedicated to say everyone deserves a bespoke watch. So if you want to talk about custom, this is bespoke. This is to your specifications. To, to start, you have to sign up to their website. And then what it is, is that he will then start to reach out to you. They have an enormous number of pictures on their Instagram page. Mm-hmm. And what it allows... What? It's a huge portfolio. A huge portfolio. Right now, it's a lot of different versions. Exactly. So he designs the watch with you. 
His main basis, though, is that from a dial perspective, you'll see on any of his pictures, the super shiny, and some of them are now brushed, but it's all titanium. The dial is all, all titanium. And from there, he, he has a, an, an interesting, his whole premise was his technique on how he polishes titanium, which is not an easy thing to do. Most titanium, titanium kinds of comes in with a dull look to it, which is nice. Mm-hmm. It's like a dull, it doesn't come in very polished. It's like a, a dull, cold, um, very militaristic, very rugged kind of look to it. Right. Yep. And Seiko does that really good with their uh, Zeratsu polishing on titanium that they have for their Grand Seikos. But what he does is he does polished titanium dials. And from there, he'll start discussing with you in the design phase what it is that you're looking for. And he'll start saying different. You can choose the type of numerals you want. You want brigade numerals. You want Arabic numerals. You want Roman numerals. You want no numerals and just indices. You can choose that. You could choose the track around the actual dial itself. Do you want little tracks? Do you want, uh, you know, rail right, track? Right. Do you want what kind of notches? Do you What kind of handset do you want? And it's all polished titanium as well. So you can choose arrow hands or you can choose uh, uh, um, skeletonized hands. You can choose, uh, ve- well, we'll call Velo's hands or, or whatnot. But you can choose absolutely everything you want to dial. And, and to top it off, where he normally puts Sartre-Ribiard underneath the six, you can have that. You can have that removed as well. You don't have to put right. anything that the you branding. want, the branding that you want yeah. on his on his timepieces. He he even had a meteorite dial at one specific point that cost a hell of a lot of money. But what he's able to do is that he packages this in with um, um, a less expensive movement. The movements come from STP, which is Swiss Technology Production. They were there to compete against the likes of Eta and Salita. They're owned by Fossil Group. So watches mm-hmm. like Zodiac carry the STP movement. Right. Yeah, I, I, I see that the S- SB04, it's not that expensive for something that's fully custom. Nope. Like it starts well, at 2,900 euros. So it's about 4,000 bucks. But is it, it, does it depend on the, the materials that are used, right? I'm assuming if you ask for something really intense, like you have some of the designs that are like the, your Yoshida dial, for example, right? Like at, it's gonna... uh, yes, exactly. Everything will cost you a little bit more. But let's be honest here. You can probably keep it at under 5500 if you go with $1,500 worth of options. It's not a very base, base, base. Most of the people that I was chatting with uh, could get watches between four and 5000 Canadian dollars is what they were sharing. It's about $1,000 of these little extras. But the most of the prices come with you say, oh, I want... Uh, a stainless steel case or you want the titanium case hell you can even get the gold case yeah and we'll get into the uh, sb5 a little bit about how expensive that one is but why but the sb4 for example it allows you the way they keep the price down is that they use like i said the stp movement which is a very basic movement you can find it in the uh in, in zodiac watches it's owned by fossil and what I really like about it is that it's no nonsense. His idea is saying, look, I'm not here to... That's the word that I've never said before. No nonsense. <laughs> no nonsense. No nonsense. Um, straight to the point. Straight to the point. And it allows him to really give you what it is that you want. You want an, a high-quality, hand-finished, bespoke watch. The movement is reliable. It's Swiss. It's nothing out of this world. But that's not what you're buying. You're buying design. This is really about design and something that's beautiful. Um, and that's what uh, they're able to offer. Second, what I really, really think is wonderful is you're speaking with him directly. He was the one who was reached out to me and he was laughing at my WhatsApp picture, but <laughs> but you're speaking directly to the owner and his whole idea is saying, I'm sorry, um, his, his watches are not limited, but he goes uh, in production, but he goes, but I work alone and I prefer to maintain this approach. So I appreciate but your patience. That implies that if you want to order a watch, there probably is a crazy wait list and you have to wait a long time to get your watch It's done, about right? six to eight months is what he was predicting and depending on, on, on the watch, yeah. Okay. Because once he does the dial, he knows which hands that you want, that you customize, he has the hands there. It really becomes a question of polishing the dial, which takes days, is what he was saying. Days. So it's mm-hmm. a really, really limited production, I'm assuming, right? If he's doing everything himself. Interesting. Absolutely. He does it with himself. Well, I think he has a shop. He says he's a few people that work with him, but he speaks to all of his customers, every single one of them. He he reaches out to them. He makes sure that everything is, is good. He even sends you mock-ups of what it'll look like before he goes into production. That's awesome. So he says most of the time is spent in the design process of what right. it is that you're looking for. Right. Uh, the there's even a link to a WhatsApp, uh, his, a WhatsApp contact. You can just yep. kind of That's click exactly it and, and start talking to him right away. 
the one thing that I could say is difficult about this site or this whole idea is that for some people, it could be overwhelming. Because he'll be like, well, what do you want? I can give you. Does he give you options, or do you have yes, to of course, out? he'll give you an, a huge lookbook of what people have done right. and right. different ideas. But then you go, okay, no, no, I don't want Roman numerals. I want Arabic, or I don't want any numbers. I just want clean. Okay, so here's someone to clean. Ah, okay. Oh, I want some with a track, or I want some ghost dial. I want this with blue. I want this with purple. I want this with green. He'll give you something super polished, super beautiful. I think that that is something that is when you look at the price and you get something totally customized and you see something so beautiful, handmade, when you get to the kind of relationship with the independent, that's what makes it so attractive. And I think that that's what makes it so um, so much fun to to actually see. The SB5. It's insane. It's insane. <laughs> You're getting into a 38.5 millimeter by 8.5 millimeter thick. Strap is 20 millimeters. Hand-wound movement. This is a La Jouperet 3 hertz, 21 joules movement. The technical development of that case was conducted with Comblemin and Vutelainen and Catlin uh, 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 Company. So it gives you an idea to what level of 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 quality that you're going to get uh, for that watch. That watch is 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 a little bit different here. We're looking, depending on the design, you're looking at prices that go for around eighty five hundred euros. Um, to ninety five hundred on stainless steel or, or titanium case, um, you can get a gold case if you want. It gets up to fourteen thousand, or you can get a tantalum case for eighteen thousand bucks. You can choose the dial that you want. So, if you're looking here for about ten thousand euros, you can get a La Jupere beautiful movement from uh, that's 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 not high horology, but it's a very very good, uh, beautiful uh, hand finished in house movement. You're also looking at uh, a case that's managed by the case makers for Kerry Vutalainen, who is considered like, you know, these are like the, the yeah, super the, high. The, those lugs are really, really, really nice. And you get a God custom damn. titanium dial mm. with whatever thing you want. You want guilloché, you want small seconds. This one has the small seconds uh, in, 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 yep. in this outer part. You know, when I look, it's like, okay, I'm going to spend 10, 12 grand on a watch. Especially now, Rolex prices are going up sometimes, and because I'm not say I've seen it all, but I've experienced it. I'm still gonna have my Milgoss, you know. I still have my sports watches, but sometimes you go, you know what? Maybe I'll get a custom watch. If you go on the SB5 page and you look at that, even the first one that's just blue with the ten, the two, the eight, and the four, yeah. and the small set, you know, maybe you you get that and call it quits. You know, you're done. <laughs> so, <laughs> but on one point, if you're right? talking about, can you customize, let's say the design on the dial, let's say like the, 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 the types yes. of numerals and stuff. So you can yeah. customize anything basically, right? Anything. So what's the yeah. difference of, of, well, sorry, not, I'm, I'm rephrasing. Uh, I'm assuming, so basically this kind of watch brand is, is almost like going to, because we, we talked about the, the micro brands before and one of them was the Fair that I really liked. And Fair yeah. does a similar concept where Fair doesn't actually build watches themselves. They contract a really, really known, let's say high quality brand from Switzerland yeah. with their own designs and the, the, that brand builds watches for them, right? But they give their yeah. designs to them. So this is pretty much the same thing as you went to and uh, found a, a producer where you're like, listen, I want those exact specifications, just build the watch, right? Except I guess this guy will give you uh, hints and ideas into like how to make it better, right? To make it look nice. And very high quality. That's the right. difference too, right? So he's going with Kari Vutaleni cases. Right. He does the hand finishing for his dials uh, and you're getting a La Jupere beautiful in-house movement. You go, and, and it's like, it's it's just stunning in terms of the quality that you're going to get. And you're like, well, you know what? I mean, you know, if you get that, then you're kind of done. And also, here's the other thing, exclusivity. The likelihood yeah. is you will probably have a watch that no one else in the world will have exactly like yours. Probably. The Bremont, you could technically. Yeah. Right, you go. Oh, I got the different barrel, or I got the the different strap. Right, I could change a strap. It's oh, customized. But in terms of an actual watch, the dial, everything, the dial itself, you'd be like, no one, no one in the world will yeah. have this dial. You can put your own name if you want. So I think it's it's just wonderful the the options that you can do when you come to high level watchmaking, and it's not some guy in a factory; it's some guy in a shop with his very small team. Yeah, no, that's cool. So I am, uh, I am a cool. very big fan of South Arabia. I mentioned them before in the other podcasts. So if anyone hasn't. Uh, Anyone feels slighted, they want to go uh, get for five thousand bucks. You can get a, a beautiful polished titanium dial of any color that you want, with any kind of numerals, with anything market on it. It's beautiful. Yep. 
So I think that's a wonderful, wonderful brand. They're definitely on my radar. And this is where I, was, I want to, to, when I was saying in the last podcast about the independence. Like I said, I'm giving Rolex one more chance to give that sub. But then maybe, you know, I'm going to wait to see what Matt has to offer for the MBNF. Maybe I want to see what Ming offers. But those things don't pan out. Maybe the money I was saving for that sub, maybe with those things, maybe I get myself an SB5. And right. then, you know, and that, that might be my one, and it's a lot of money, but I mean, my the one watch I buy this year, an independent brand, a forever watch that's entirely um, a hand, hand down to, cool. to yeah, the kids. It, it's, and it's bespoke, right? But like, uh, I'm looking and, on the and, website. And I think I like, might be there in my journey as well, is what I was going to say, Carl. Yeah, you know, it, you it, get in the cars, you get yeah. to a certain point, you're like, I think I'm really getting to a point where it's like, I know what I want. You start breaking your own clothes. Home run. Yeah. <laughs> deodorant soap yeah. you know how hard it is to make coca-cola <laughs> terrible i make my own shoelaces what are, what are you making but it, it's bespoke it's like all the hyper cars you can buy right now like pagani bugatti's all yeah, those guys right my, my coca-cola is also bespoke yeah but uh on the website they say that they uh they average one watch a week so it's 52 watch a year that's the exactly It's so there you uh, go. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty. I guess if he's involved with every single watch, right? That he's, it's a full time job for him, right? That's uh, it's pretty. Yeah, intense. that's it. And and exactly that. So he has a small team, and he says, uh, and you can see certain podcasts where he's speaking. It's just like one person is looking at the is doing the cases, some putting it together. You know, all of these things. It 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 goes through a line, but he inspects them all, right? And he's he's yeah. And he, he and it's anyway, it's wonderful. I think it's it's excellent. Uh, awesome. Um, I haven't really thought about specific brands, but maybe it will be a segue to talk about um, customizing your watch, not from the brand, let's say, directly, but after you have already purchased it. Seiko. Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> Seiko. <laughs> you, you, you beat me to it for sure, but Seiko probably is like the first name that comes to mind when uh, when you want a modern watch. But let me just ask, uh, I want to kind of hear your opinion, guys, on this. Should you be modding a watch? What do you think about just the general idea of buying a watch and then modding it after? What do you th feel about that? And what kind of watches should be modded and which kind of watches should not be modded? Um, I think for me, it's a question of like, not the price of the watch, but uh, like why you buy it, right? So if you buy a like a $5,000 or $10,000, $15,000 watch, it's We said that's not the price though. Let, let me finish. It's because of a level of craftsmanship, right? So it's a craftsmanship you paid for, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm, you won't have those type of craftsmanship in the lower hand of the market. Let's you're just saying a bit earlier Seiko, right? You're buying a $500 Seiko. It's mass produced. It's a machine, right? It's punched, um, punch metal on most of those things. And it, it, you didn't pay for the knowledge of someone building a watch. So for that watch, like I wouldn't mind modding it. Well, But so you're saying basically it's not okay to buy like an, a, a, a nice watch and then not, maybe replace it with like a pixelated cartoonish uh, hand, right? <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, maybe you, maybe go to France somewhere and then doing it there. That's probably not a not a thing that you, yeah, sh so you should do, right? I was saying for uh, like the craftsmanship for a, a new watch for sure. The second second uh, does that with like H Moser, but if not, it's mainly vintage, right? So it's a, maybe a bit different. Like for me, my Colef Brooker right now, I have an Omega crown on it. I know it's not modding per se, but it's not the original parts, right? Right. right. So sure. I could I could see it that way, maybe for Sagon Sagon, but for sure, like Sagon Sagon, um, doing some like a Sartori Biard and Sagon Sagon can, would, would be weird. Imagine right? you buy you you buy like Kevin, you buy yourself a Sartori VR and then you go to Sekon Sekon and replace the hand for for like a cartoonish <laughs> I don't know pixel whatever. I'm pretty right? sure if you send him the yes. actual thing, he'll put it on. But I don't think Sekon Sekon would make it for such a small brand well, like Sartori VR. Yeah, has to yeah, fit that movement, maybe. right? It have to fit the yeah. Well, I have to fit the S unless he made because you make it for the movement, right? If you made it for yep. the STP mm -hmm. movement, then yeah, all the Sartori VRs could have. All of his crap. <laughs> <laughs> although, yeah. although there is one second second I liked. It's the one that they did with Nevada Gretchen because that watch is called the Pac-Man and they put the with little the ghost octopus, on, right? Oh, the ghost. Octopus or the ghost on it. I was like, oh, yeah. that's, that's a nice touch. Yeah, and you, you Nevada like Gretchen the, has it on their website, the actual second second version. Yeah, you, you didn't like the uh, spray can for the uh, air spray? Patek? Was it the Patek? Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> so spray? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, Kevin, yeah. what do you think in terms of uh, like what kind of watches should be modded or not? Like, what's I the... think 
I think it's great for a few reasons. I think that it allows people to learn about watches. And once they actually start seeing that they can change crystals, uh, and here's the thing. Let's go, let me say, you can upgrade your watch. You can buy, fuck, I wish my Seiko SKX had sapphire crystal. I wish it had a sapphire bezel. I wish it had a display kiss bag. I wish it had a few upgrades. And when there's companies out there like Nee, there's a DLW, there's a, a Namoki, uh, there's a guy called um, Seiko Boy, but uh, backwards spelled backwards. Yoboki. Boy Seiko. I don't know. Okay. Se- no, Yoboki. Yobo- Yobokis. <laughs> Yoboki. Yobokis. These sell custom parts for Seikos. Now, sometimes I've seen a Seiko 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 Aquanaut looking <laughs> these weird, you know. Sometimes it goes too far. They put a GMT bezel with a Mercedes hands and it's a Seiko Marine Master and you're just like, what are you doing here? <laughs> what happened? I, I think it's cool that people, want, that people want to be creative and try things. I think it's great. And I, I actually, when I see people mod online, I'm like, man, that's, that's really um, creative of you. Yeah. Yeah, you can also go a bit too far, I think, with modding, right? Yes. You can really make yes. a, a Franken watch easily. But uh, it could also be done nicely. I agree, hundred percent. And I and and that's where I think is a slippery slope. Like like you've used the term before, Dimitri, because I find that if you go a little bit too far that rabbit hole, then I'm like, just because you chose a uh, a wave dial Tiffany blue with a bezel is GMT, just because it says Seiko, that Seiko didn't make it, but just because it says Seiko, because they're not suing you, doesn't make it a Seiko. You know, right. <laughs> you know, just yeah. you know. Well, what movement is underneath? Oh, it's a seven S twenty six. Yeah, but you're selling it for nine hundred dollars because you put a sapphire crystal. You know, you put in a, a crazy sapphire bezel. It's like your movement is ninety. You know, it's like ninety cents. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do you do it? <laughs> agree, hundred percent. And like from from my perspective, I think uh, just maybe not necessarily modern watches, like replacing the sapphire crystals, but. People need to understand, and people should should understand that when you buy a watch, it's not kind of like as is. You can always ch- at least change the strap, right? If it, if you don't 100%. think that it looks nice, and I've heard it many times before, right? Somebody sees a watch, and like, well, I wish the watch wasn't a bracelet or something, or I wish this watch had like a leather strap instead of a bracelet. I'm like, yeah, but you can take it off and put a, a leather strap on it. It's not fixed forever, right? And I think that kind of Understanding that the watch can be customized after the fact gives yeah. people maybe allows people to be more open into buying a watch that doesn't necessarily fit uh, what they want hundred percent. But once they purchase it, like I do it all the time with watches, right? I, even my Speedmaster, I have like a million straps and I have two separate bracelets for it, right? Just because it's cool to to mix and match. Uh, so I think it's a very cool kind of idea to do. But like you said, you can really go far and you can really mess it up. SKX specifically. Well, Seiko, but I think SKX is the one that comes to mind, right? Is the one that's it's like the the most modded watch, right? Maybe maybe I had G- an SKX to mod. I had an SKX to mod, and I had an SKX uh, that I kept intact. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I'm uh, I'm kind of like a little bit of a purist. I know it sounds uh, shitty when a white person says that too much. <laughs> Very airy. It depends. It, it depends if you're talking about watches or race. Uh, <laughs> watches. <laughs> but I, I, I do like to buy a watch and keep it intact. Let's say, like, I, I don't mind changing straps, but I, I, I prefer to not f- mess with the the case or mess with anything else, right? Even though I at some point considered to maybe getting an SKX with a sapphire crystal, maybe a different bezel, like a ceramic bezel, for example. Uh, but. I would definitely. But that could be it. You know, that'd be that'd be perfect. You could always swap it out after. I'll give you look. If you look at there's a great brand named Formex, which is sure. short for Form Excellence. They just came out with the Formex Reef. If you look it up, and uh, you could change the bezel on that watch. It's made for that. You can buy multiple bezels, and you can just swap it out: white, blue, green, and black. And it's a great watch. And I think like imagine you have that. Then you have watches now that are making it much more easy. More and more. To change the straps, you have the quick release. You just yes. swap it out. The PRX, like swap like it my out. My SPD one forty three has quick release. Right? Oh, sorry, no, they don't have quick release, but they have straight lugs, so you can just push it out. It's so straight easy lugs, change it up. But like, if you look at like Frédéric Constant, like now, like multiple watches starting to come with multiple straps. And you're like, oh, I have a, I just want to swap. Even the uh, the Cartier 
um, Santos, right? It has the the metal st- bracelet, and then you have all these leather straps that you can you can put yeah. with it. But if you could start changing certain things and you do it yourself, and these like, oh no, you can just change the bracelets with your hands or uh, or from a strap, or change the bezels now, like the the Formex reef. It you know the possibilities are there. What are people complaining about? Like, I wish I could change this and this and this on the fly. Mm. I think that's a different crowd, right? I think that's what's fun with the market, like watches or most things is you can really find anything that you love and or hate. Like I love Second Second. You guys love them as well. But some, for some people, <laughs> maybe not we, so much. We, we right? love to hate on him. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, it I pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. And, and like a watch brand that offers you, like Kevin was saying that you can like swap the parts on the go pretty much. Right? Yeah. I, I, there's a crowd for that. There's always someone who like to do do those things, right? Maybe not for me though. Would Would you buy a watch that you can like just go and like change? <laughs> not. What's uh, crazy about the Formix Reef? Go. Yeah. The Formix Reef. What's crazy is that it actually has a suspension system, so the case will move off the actual where the bracelet holds, so that it's able to be more comfortable as you turn your wrist. Like it's pr- it's insane, and it's a cost certified. Like anyway, it's a very interesting uh, type of. Um, of watch here i'm going to to share it with y'all but um would i buy one that i can change the bezels <sighs> it's not I for mean, you right i mean i could change this, the bezel on a submariner too it's very Oof. easy but see well, just, we, but would you do that though right it's it's a submariner you buy you buy a let's say like a, a how much a, money do i have now in this in this scenario <laughs> No, you but I, but but regardless of the scenario, like that watch is kind of me buying a Speedmaster. Like I have the Moonwatch, right? Hesalite, and like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna take the Hesalite out and put a Sapphire Crystal. Well, look, like, we, that's not yeah. why I bought this, this the Hesalite, right? It's yeah. it's it's taking something that basically is the is a threshold of a diver watch and changing it. Not a threshold. No, uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, what I was well, look look at the look at the site I just sent you, the watch I just sent you, and you scroll yeah. down, you can see the video of them just changing the bezel, right? So you can uh, you can buy multiple bezels for this watch and just change it out as you go, and it's part of the actual functionality of the watch. That makes that's appealing for some. They're like, you know what? I'll just, I love this watch. Love all the colors. I'm gonna buy multiple bezels and then just, you know, mm. yeah, uh, agreed. Or, or go or go no bezel like. Um, um, was the actor his watch went on sale it was a Rolex uh, Marlon Brando Marlon Brando's yeah, from GMT. Apocalypse uh, now yeah. yeah he took off uh, you know what if you are at that level yeah you can just take your GMT mask and just take off the, the bezel right you know sorry we were just saying it before but there is someone out there who's gonna go buy that $4,000 aftermarket Tiffany dial and put it in their 5711 Patek Philippe yeah. Nautilus, but that's either green or blue or something else to put in that Tiffany uh, blue mm. dial. So, yeah. yeah, there's someone out there for that. Not me, but yeah, I know. <laughs> but there are, there are yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. Um, I have a couple more questions for you. Uh, yep. So, talking about modding, like say, which parts of the watch... Let's say you think that shouldn't be modded, and maybe which ones should be modded. Which is there? Are there anything? Is there anything on the watch? Let's say that you think that we shouldn't be touching at all. Um, if I were to uh, modify a watch, I think the dial, I think it's like the centerpiece, literally of the watch, right? It's the thing that you look at. It's the first thing when you buy a watch that comes to your eyes. I, I, I think changing a dial with the logo, whatever the branding or the design uh, on the text of the, uh, on the dial is removing a huge part of the design right so at that point you just bought a case right yeah so okay. for, for ca- me I a think case would be something you do, we won't change right that's something you just can't well it's, it, right, it's like change the whole body of your car right it's <laughs> you can't do it you, it's can, just... keep the, you can keep the steering wheel but <laughs> <laughs> right it's like i remove the doors the roof <laughs> like even like cars with no doors and roof but it's not for everyone um, it's fast but, it's special <laughs> so yeah for me I think the dial would be the thing I wouldn't mod like the ends um, there's some watches that makes no sense uh, Kevin like to talk about the Tudor Chrono that the snowflake just hide a, the, yeah, uh, the at 3 o'clock hides a subdial right so a mod you could do for this one it have a RON that's not a snowflake so you don't no, hide you could have a snowflake skeletonized skeletonized like, those hands and 
you got a winner, like a super winner. But it's going to look very different, though, because if you skeletonize that hand, it's not going to be contrasting enough with the dial, so it's going to look very different on the watch. I still think it's looking... I'm sure they've considered nah. that when they were designing it. I hope they did. But it, uh, you know what? It could be contrast if you do the opposite color hands. You know, on the white dial, you put black skeletonized hands. It'll really but they, pop But they out. do white white hands on the blue dial, right? On the Pelagos. Not the Pelagos. I'm talking about the chronograph. Okay. Because it's blue, the black and white uh, chronographs, right? Yeah. Um, I agree with you, Carl. I think that the dial is something you kind of want to stay away from. I think it's all fair game. Because you've seen... Look, the, the people's gripe with the turtle, the Seiko SKX, is it's not sapphire crystal. It's mineral crystal. The bezel is not ceramic. I want a ceramic thing. And sometimes it makes it their dream watch. Hell, I even give you one. The Speedmaster, which was Hesalite. And it's like, oh, and it was a closed case back. Some people go, man, I love that watch. But if only I had a version that I could knock around and not scratch. And I didn't have to put poly watch, even though it's easy to clean. But it's like, I just want one with that. So they came out with a sapphire sandwich. You get what you want, right? Some people take it upon themselves. Right. Yeah. You know, and I, and I think that's 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 okay to a certain extent. Some people go, I really wish, and they do it with the SKX. Fuck, I really wish it had a hacking and hand winding. Fine, they put in a Seiko 4R35 movement instead of the S26. At that point, you're changing it a lot in, to some say. So sometimes I think the dial I wouldn't change really. I'd stay, like I agree with you, I'd stay away with that. I try to stick to the, the movement a little bit because I think it also gives it the, the essence of what that watch is. But if not, you can be like, oh, this is my customized Seiko, which is all, all Seiko parts. That's another ball game as well. But if you mm. go get everything bespoke pieces, I'm like, well, there's not really a Seiko. It's a, it's a you know, bespoke watch right. with a Seiko case that you, you kept and everything else has changed. The movement changed, the dial, the this, the crystal, the... Hands mm. So pretty much, you're we're only changing, let's say the um, the bezel and the 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 crystal, right? Maybe the hands, the ends. Yeah, yeah I, you know, sometimes you upgrade. Can I use that term instead of modding? Sometimes you up you want to upgrade your watch. Yeah, as so opposed you upgrade. To, I'm assuming you are modding to upgrade, right? X and you're getting what? You're modding, but sometimes it's it's subtle. It's like, oh, what are you doing? It's like, oh, I'm changing the crystal to sapphire. It's like nothing really changes in the look, right? But the, yeah, but like if you change the crystal to sapphire and then the bezel to ceramic bezel, right? That's a, it's an upgrade in my uh, in my books. It's an upgrade, but it might look exactly the same. Sure. Yeah, it's and just just what some people would want, right? They want the classic. Let's say they don't want to change the look. Yeah. Exactly, and that's what I would probably do if I could go with the SKX and say, "Fuck, yeah. let's go put in sure. a ceramic bezel, sapphire crystals, like perfect." For sure, you know. For sure. Anyway, would, but, yeah. would, quick question for you guys: Would you change the finish on a case? Like, uh, <sighs> meaning like brushed versus not uh, polished or something? Yeah. yeah, like so. You have a polished one, and you send it like to a shop, and they're gonna brush I, it. I feel right? like it's a bit tough for me to 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 answer because it, you're going into like the creative part of designing a watch, right? This this is I don't know if it's gonna look well, good on a specific. For watch. me, it's not only. Like creative, it just like for me, I scratch all of my watches. So when it's brushed, it doesn't look that bad. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, it's like, polished. I feel like if you take a watch that's polished and change it to brushed, it's gonna change the look of the watch completely. So I'm not sure. Like I'm not, let's say, a designer to 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 say if it's mm -hmm. gonna look good or not. It's it's a decision, kind of like a Sartori BR, Sartori BR should make for me. You know, yeah. which is actually another question I have after for you. Ooh, I've, I've seen a lot of um Ooh. of watch reviewers. They go, oh, here's my custom SKX, and they they did little touches to them. That guy, um, TGV Urban Gentry, there, he took an SKX and made it entirely um, DLC coded or bead blasted right. black or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Put in Mercedes. E even even the, nice. uh, the even the sapphire, everything was black. No, no, exactly. Just dipped it in a <laughs> gallon of paint. <laughs> black. <laughs> yeah, but um, I feel like that's a bit too much for me, right? Like, because you, you're taking an SKX and now you're making it basically unrecognizable. That to me, it's like that's more than modding. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, at that point, you made yourself a custom thing, and it, and and I kind of say like, well, is that a Seiko? It's like no, it's you making a version of a Seiko. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but you put the movement in it. You put the movement in it. It's like taking a Ford Mustang and then you you build an old whole other car, and then and then call it a Ford Mustang just because you put the engine in. It's like, well, is it really another car with a Ford Mustang engine? Oh, or yeah. is it not a Ford Mustang anymore? But well, but like I, that I, could be a an argument swap. about a lot of those restored cars, right? When they find a car that's like completely rusted through and they just kind of rebuild it, but like they use all new materials from somewhere else. They it's it's really not. It looks exactly the same, but is it really the same car? Well, right. the, the, yeah, the reason they do that is because they can keep the uh, VIN number, right? Right. But that's another ball game because right. in cars, there's like 
laws and watch as there's no rules no laws <laughs> <laughs> um so so my my last question is now we we're talking about like really going far into modding watches is it something that you think you should be doing or you should let it, let a professional do it and i'm talking about specific things like if you're opening up the case to change the crystal you have to uh you have to uh close it up and make sure that it has the same water resistance right do you mm. think that you should do it yourself or you should give it to somebody else who can do it like in, in a professional environment, let's say? Uh, I think there's like people that learn the trade, have money, I'll give them the watch and the money and you do it, <laughs> right? I'm going to fuck it up so bad <laughs> if I try by myself. Like the best I can do is change straps and even there I'm the, the best at it. So I would leave that at I someone. I so good at that. <laughs> but so like... Let's I use dental floss, I, by the way, guys. So anyone changing strap, you don't want to scratch your thing, use dental floss. Oh, good idea. Because what you do is you put it there, you tie it through the knot, and what you do is you pull it, and that'll pull the spring bar down, and you won't scratch anything. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah, a good and, idea. And no cavities for your watch. And, exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, but like, let's say tomorrow morning I win the lottery, and I don't have anything else to do. I'll probably go to like Watch Cool and, did you, uh, and do it. Did you buy a uh, ticket, yeah. though, to, to be able to win? You have to buy a ticket first, though. You can just yeah, win. I do. I do. I do. I do have a ticket for tonight. Okay. Uh, but, How much is but, it? Yeah, the ticket hmm. or the uh, it's like fifty million. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that you don't need to work ever. <laughs> ever. No, your kids. Your, your kids, kids. Your grandkids your don't have friends. To work ever. No one has to work. Uh, uh, friends. Well, no. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna share with friends. But uh, if he's a good friend, he will. But uh, well, the thing is, if you're we'll the only one out. not working, it's kind of sad, right? So you need people not working with you. You know. <laughs> what, you know what you do, or you know what you, I would do. You know, you win that kind of money. Is you actually buy a building. So not expensive one, right? And then you build the bar. And then what you do is, as a gift, you put the bar's name or restaurant or whatever it is or watch shop in the name of your friends and you. So there's no pressure of rent because you own the place. And then whatever profits you have, you split three ways or four, whatever. You know what I mean? Like saying like, and then that's kind of your gift. The gift is, hey, this can make you enough money. You don't have to ever work again and we can hang out. <laughs> and, and I was going <laughs> to, like, just in the same, in the same notes that I was thinking, like at one time I thought about it, like, well, like suppose you actually win like a $50 million in the lottery, right? Yeah, I, I, I don't have to work again. I can stop working. I can go travel the world. But like, if I, unless I share it with my friends, I'll be very lonely because they have to work mm -hmm. and I'll be like, oh, what are you guys doing? I'm and working. <laughs> and you can't give them all a million bucks, but you, you could can. open a business. It depends how much you, you make. All... It depends how much you make. Well, you said like 50 million bucks. That's a, that's a lot. It can go fast. I only have like five friends. <laughs> <laughs> you got parents? You got cousins? You no, got no, grandparents? You know what I mean? It goes fast. For man. sure, for sure, for sure. For yeah, sure. Yeah, but yeah, uh, but it, it's, it's that, right? Like you, you'll have to yeah, because but, you have to, if you want to keep friends, you have to... You have to make sure that they I can think live that'd be great. similar you, lifestyle. You, you build a restaurant or a bar, like a beer, for you, Dimitri, like a beer garden sort of thing, right? And you're like, yeah, Ooh, go like And then whatever, prof, whatever profits we make, you split it three ways and the, there's no pressure of the rent because you own the building. So, you know what I mean? It's not a lost investment. You get to hang out with your friends and it, it's make a lot easier. Yeah. It's a lot easier if you just give me 500K and I put it into into like a portfolio where I just, I just live on interest rate and that's it. <laughs> I don't need to go to work and work at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, to go back on, on watches, I, I look it up it's and there's even, a there's even a, a watch cool here in Quebec. Like, it's like recognized uh, internationally. They can go and learn about watches. It's like two years. To learn Alexandre Beauregard, who's a Quebecer, makes flying tourbillon handmade <laughs> movements for 300,000 bucks. Great watchmaker, right? So it's possible. So so yeah, like I'll leave it to the professional. Let's say I I don't have to work anymore. I would probably go to watch cool, learn it myself, and then have some fun. But for now, like if if I'm gonna do anything, I'm gonna send it to someone who's know how right. to do it, or to Sagon Sagon who might fucked everything up. But at least I would have Pixel in my watch. Or for example, if you want to buy like a a, a modded SKX, right? Uh, well, not anymore because mm -hmm. the watch is not available. But you could have gone before to Long Island watch, right? And then. He he mods the watches for you, and then he sends you the modded version. Yeah. So you kind of buy the yeah. So you buy like an mm -hmm. SKX with a double dome sapphire crystal with like a ceramic bezel, and he will just make it for you. I think Kevin, you bought one like that before from him, right? Um, from Mark. From who? Uh, from Mark from on Mark? Mongol Watch. I think you had like a double dome sapphire version of the SKX. Yes, but what I did was I bought the SKX, 
and I paid extra, send me the double dome, right. and then I put it on. And then it's simple. You just keep the crystal, and then whenever you're like, oh, I want it, you have all the original things. Yeah. You can look, I can put it all back. And it costs someone 50 bucks at a watchmaker. He'll put it all together. It's very oh, okay. easy for them. But you have a pressure test, out. right, to do that? Because yeah, they'll pressure test it. They put the case. As long as the seals are good, it'll hold. Okay. Because also, it's not, it's not um, it's 200 meters. Right as well, it's, like it's too not, much for me. I, I'm never planning to go explore yeah. that. Uh, distance, but if you get so. it, you get into like five five hundred meters of atmospheric pressure. That's intense. You know, that's more like okay, we need to we have to pressure test it, and then they got they have to have the right machines. But two hundred meters, they can pressure test. Yeah, yeah, coolio, coolio, coolio. Cool, 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 cool. So cool, this is a fun episode. Unless you guys want to yeah. chat about something else, this is uh, this has been interesting. I think we've never talked about Martin. This is before. the Ed. Goodbye. Yeah. End of transmission. Lights off. Goodbye. So, uh, I, I think I, I would like to see um, where where some muds goes, right? Because the XKX, the Seikos, they, 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 there's pages and pages and pages of that, right? For me, what was funny and different with Second Second is it's on Rolexes, it's on Pateks, right? And it's not two inches. But it's not a big, a crazy mod, eh? No, it's not crazy. That's what I said. It's too intrusive, right? It's a hand. It's really easy to change. But that's guys, the easiest thing. And yeah, and I know you're bringing that up, but I think we forgot a very big one who does it with the high-end models. George Bamford. Bamford takes mm. any fucking watch and makes it black out with this yeah. blue font. Like every one of them, right? GMT Masters, yeah. Monaco's, Bulgari, all of it. And Yeah, he's intense. But let's say, speaking of second, second, right? It's not a big change, but he has to take off the the crystal and he has to put the hand on it, right? Or he even has like the mechanism, right? So it's a pretty intrusive, let's say, modification. When he when he modifies something that's a diver, do do you trust that he will assemble it and pressure test it such that you well, can go swimming with a diver well, after? Second, second only makes hands for vintage, beside the H Moser, right? So you're not gonna go swim with the Rolex from the '70s, right? Okay, <laughs> so uh, uh, on that front, I wouldn't be too too scared. And uh, when you look at any video of someone uh, um, disassembling a, a watch, like after the case back, the first thing they do is the ends, right? The movement is still working behind it and everything, so they don't even technically touch the movement when they remove the ends. Right. So right. it's that's what I saying. It's not intrusive. It's like the first thing you. It's like removing a wheel on a car at that point. It's the first thing you have to do to get to anything else behind it. So it's not too too intrusive besides just removing the movement from the watch, but that's the crown out, movement out, change the hand, everything back in, right? So that's why I said it's not too intrusive. It's way more intrusive than anything I can do, but I don't I feel it's easily reversible. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's nothing, yeah. I wonder how so quickly they reverse it once they purchase it. Never. <laughs> because now the watch is better. By the way, uh, <laughs> by the way, thanks for the book that you uh, uh gave us for Christmas. And oh, I went no to the I went to the uh, second second uh, Instagram <laughs> website or oh, Instagram yeah. website Instagram <laughs> yeah I, I sound like I'm like a sixty year old <laughs> Instagram internet website <laughs> uh, the interwebs he posted a he posted a picture of that book because he, they yep. mentioned him in that book and he posted well, a picture he, and he highlighted the H Moser and said yep. myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, but even in the book, he, you know, all the pages uh, we're talking about the watch annual twenty twenty one. It's pretty much like an Instagram stuff, right? It's a nice picture of a watch and it's a journalist or someone for a brand and it's a it's a bite size. It's a one paragraph of oh, text, I, right? I, I read the whole book in like half an evening. Yeah, I think. And, and there's even yeah, the too, H Moser one and they talk with Romarek, the founder of Second Second and the only thing he said is, is like, seriously, question mark? Yes. Right? That's the only <laughs> thing he said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like someone said, why? It's like, why not? <laughs> Yeah. So uh, yeah, no. Yeah, that's a nice book. I, I finished it. Too. It's a nice um, coffee table book. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Very very good. All right. Man. So shall we wind down on this? Uh, beautiful yeah, man. Note? We'll 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 see you guys next week. Uh, next week is gonna be February, I think. Anyway, already uh, maybe <laughs> already. So uh, yeah, guys, that was a fun uh, muds one. Uh, if you have any suggestion, I would love to have them on their Instagram. I if you have suggestions how we can <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and on that note, <laughs> bye. Peace. So if you enjoyed this episode, please reach out to us on Big Black Clock Official on Instagram or email us at bigblackclockteam at gmail.com. Send us your pictures, corrections, ideas, insults, and let us know if there are any pieces you want us to review. With, of course, the caveat that we can afford them. As always, be good to each other, eat good food, have some drinks. For those of you always watch shopping, happy hunting. Thanks for spending time with us, and we will see you next week.